so we are here at WKCR uh, FM New York uh, uh, with a podcast with Stepan. Uh, I did one last week and I'm usually doing the Balkan show, but I decided to make interviews with my colleagues during this pandemic from the Visual Arts graduate program. I'm second year and with me is Meredith Pence Wilson from my colleagues from the second year from Missouri originally and hi Meredith. Hi. Hi, Stefan. Hi. Uh, so, how are you? Where are you now? I'm good. I'm in Jefferson City, Missouri. I'm on a uh, dead-end street just walking around talking to you by the train track. Yeah, so you can't be at home, right? Because your parents would hear you. Uh, um, <laughs> I could, radio show. <laughs> but I choose not to. Yeah. Okay, okay. Good. So, yeah. Um, you sent me your bio, so I'm going to read it real quick so people know who you are. And uh, so Meredith was born and raised in mid-Missouri. She got her BFA in illustration from Pratt Institute in 2014 and after that moved to St. Louis where she lived and worked for two years before coming to Columbia. She lives in Chinatown but at the moment is back home in Missouri working in her late grandma's cabin. She's my best friend. JK, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Is it it's part of your CV? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's nice. All caps. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, yes, um, what was this songs uh, which you played? So, this music we, yeah. we listen to now were like three songs. Tell us a little uh-huh. bit about that. We heard uh, an instrumental by Lee Moses called Reach Out, I'll Be There. It's yeah. a nice title, nice song. Um, then we heard Cass McCombs, a song I like, which is really weird, called Don't Go, about, you know, I don't know, voting, I guess. <laughs> and then God's Children by The Kinks from the album Thirsty, which is a movie soundtrack. It's a movie I've never seen, but I love the song. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Um... Tom's Cat Kitten is from a movie, right? Mm, no, that's just from, uh, well, it might be. It's from an uh, album by Maybelle Carter from the Carter family. Uh-huh. She played Auto Harp. Yeah, yeah. I so, think it's an old folk song. Is it all, know. yeah, yeah. Is it specific, uh, from a specific place all these people are? Is there some connection? Is, is it like a... Mm, no. <laughs> I went kind of eclectic with the playlist. Hope that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where they're from. I mean, yeah, all over, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, can you can you tell me like what you did before uh, you came to Colombia? What was your aspirations? You you told me you worked in a museum, right, in St. Louis. Uh huh. Yeah, it's called the City Museum, and you gotta go sometimes. It's not really a museum. It's like a interactive like children. Uh, park almost. It's mm-hmm. a big warehouse in downtown St. Louis that these artists bought in the 90s and um, with like reclaimed materials from the city, they built tunnels and um, like these caves made out of cement and mosaics and like their airplanes suspended in the air that could climb through. It's just a wild place. It's really yeah. unique. So yeah. I kind of got to do whatever I wanted there and did some murals and like 
posters and signs and a coloring book. So, yeah, that was after college, after I graduated from Pratt um, in 2014. Yeah, and how did you decide to go to Colombia? I decided... Uh, to come back to New York, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to come back to New York, honestly. I wanted to... Um, I don't really... hard to put myself back there. I applied to SUNY Purchase and Columbia, and I got into Columbia, and so I decided I should go. But um, I applied to other schools, some in St. Louis and Chicago, but I think I just sort of narrowed it down. Um, I don't know. I liked the tour I got from Columbia. Really? Seems like a great program. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was sort of my moonshot, like, uh, big, ambitious application, that and Yale and uh, Columbia is the one I got into. Yeah, yeah. So. shoot for the moon and whatever happens. Uh -huh. Yeah, so yeah. so how uh, do, do, do you think, like, uh, your work changed? Like, what have you been doing before and now? And how do you think it, it's, like, changing? Yeah, I think it's changed. I uh, I came in with work that was like documentary almost, just like paintings of my room or my mom or my sister, just uh, like real stuff around me. And I guess since I got to school, I've been trying to figure out um, what I really want to paint about. Because I think those paintings were just sort of practice, like formal, just practicing painting, not really practicing mm -hmm. communicating or um, saying anything. So it's yeah. changed. It's hard to see really how until I get some distance because the work I've made at Columbia is so like diverse, I guess. It really doesn't really follow much of a pattern, it seems to me. But, um, yeah. yeah. But you kind of invested in, in the, like, content more. Yeah, more, more, yeah. for sure. Yeah, because when I applied to Columbia, I thought of it as a very, like, conceptual school. Like, I thought, like, nobody uh -huh. would paint it. I would be, like, the only painter. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have more painters, I think, or more, like, traditional figurative painters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I but it's... Yeah, but it seems like the training there is also not very classical. Like, it seems that everyone is, like, kind of versed already in, like, a classical way. Yeah. Ah. Then, then you, like, develop other stuff. Like... Ah, okay. Like, the approach. Yeah. I don't know that I was very prepared on either account. I studied illustration, which is not very heavy on concept mm -hmm. or really technique, where I studied it. <laughs> it was like, uh, you know, here's how to make like a digital layout, like a pamphlet in InDesign. So it was not very uh, <laughs> express yourself oriented. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just thinking like, you know, how, how people changed during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you think you've changed? Do you think about it? I just learned how to not offend people in, in the U.S. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, I mean, uh, that's valuable. But I didn't. Yeah, but I actually didn't learn. Like, I'm bad at math. Uh -huh. Yeah, but okay. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the next song, which is okay. an unmarked product, but guided by voices. And uh -huh. yeah, let's listen to this and two more songs.
Okay, so we're back here on WKCR FM New York and WKCR HD1. Uh, you're listening to an interview with Meredith Pence Wilson. So, Meredith, hi. Hi. Uh, uh, so, what was this music now? Tell us something. <laughs> well, we started with uh, an unmarked product by Guided by Voices. And um, it's just a random, like, later Guided by Voices song that I discovered recently. And uh, I like the lyrics. It's about buying things. And Farther Along by Van Dyke Parks is a gospel song that he covered in a really cool way in the 60s. And I love mm -hmm. that song. Yeah. And then the More Maybell Carter was another auto harp instrumental. Oh, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Good music. <laughs> good music. <laughs> Thank you so much, Stefan. Yeah. I and... worked harder on this than thesis. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it looks like a very good, good prepared playlist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so you know what what I liked about Colombia mostly were, were the academic classes. I really, really love that. I think it's so specific, mm -hmm. and I really, I really think it's so so unique. That yeah. I, that I wanted to ask you, like, what what classes did you take? What what was your like uh, outtake? And what did you grab? What kind of knowledge? Hmm. So I took two like heavy duty uh, academic classes, not anywhere near your pace, but I'm not as smart as you. So I just <laughs> took one last year and one this year. And I started with um, early Christianity last fall. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I grew up going to church in Missouri, and but we don't really we don't learn the history necessarily of the religion through all those 18 years. I really didn't know how it spread and how it started. So that was really interesting um, and ended up sort of involving other like histories that I'm interested in, like printing publication of texts and like circulating um, information, I guess. Yeah, early uh, Christianity yeah, is also so interesting, right? It's like yeah. catacomb, <laughs> catacomb age. Yeah, yeah, they had some catacombs. Yeah, yeah, it was way more diverse than I thought, and of course that's because, like, any branch that was not Orthodox got squashed eventually. But there were a lot of like early Christian mystics and Gnostics, and mm. a lot of those texts are still around. So. So if you would go to Italy, would you know how to find some catacombs which you want to look at? No, I mean, no, I would not. Sorry. I'm sure I could learn, but I didn't. In early uh -huh, really? No. I think we there's some... one paper about the catacombs. Ah, but I don't okay. know where they are on like a map. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I think there's some around Rome, some famous ones. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, think that's, that's where they would be. Can you hear this train? Sorry. What? Can you hear this train? Sorry. It's a train. No. Uh huh. Okay. Good. Yeah. So what else did you go? What did you do? Oh, and then um, last. Yeah, that was last spring. I took um, magic and modernity. It was called, which uh, is about the many ways we 
understand and define magic in mm -hmm. the modern age. But that also ended up like kind of picking up right where early Christianity left off with like the Protestant Reformation and um, all of the like spells and magic kind of getting uh, removed from Christianity or my branch of Christianity, which is Protestantism. Mm -hmm. I kind of made it like uh, more focused on the text again and less fun overall, less ritual. More so, material. <laughs> uh, less, I mean, more. less material, less art, less like uh, grandeur. But more like earthly pleasure oriented, right? Is that the thing with that? Mm. Yeah, I guess that was one of their many points. I think it was more just like a movement to return. Like Catholicism had kind of gotten out of control in the Middle Ages and like the number of masses for different topics and groups of people and every, um, you know, like career had a saint and you had to, holy water was such a commodity. It kind of ran people's lives in a really destructive way. So mm -hmm. it was kind of a populist, the way I understood it was that it was a movement to return religion, take some of the power out of the hands of the hierarchy and return it to the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, I read I read about this like connection between the puritans and and protestantism and all this stuff like in the states which is very interesting yeah. and new to me like you know uh when we learn about christianity we kind of never go into into that things because it's not really important for our history like the protestant ah because yeah. you're, you're roman Orthodox? yeah yeah, yeah, we're oh, okay. only Catholic and we, uh -huh. like in school, we never learn about that. But here yeah, in the States, it's so big. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a place that is like majority Protestant, so we don't ever really learn about the other half. <laughs> like, you yeah. don't accept splits. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, yeah, so that was interesting and like kind of uh, got me thinking about, because one of the consequences of that, um, move away from like beauty and art in church was that it moved to the secular world to like theater and um secular arts so mm -hmm. that had a lot of really long lasting kind of created the modern modernity that we live in to an extent so mm -hmm. that was a great class yeah 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 it it seems that you it, it's a good like do you think it's a good ground for developing your work and you know the annoying thing about being an artist is of course writing artist statements and like and stuff like that uh, do you think this, yeah. this in any ways helped your like uh, i hope like this kind of crap doesn't make its way into an artist statement because i don't like really uh <laughs> luxury artist statements mm -hmm. i don't really like artist statements in general i think that they do more harm than good what do you think yeah, yeah i think nobody likes that okay like and it's just yeah i can't like, imagine that people dislike them so problem. much that i think it's just a matter of time when this will disappear oh I, wouldn't that I, be great yeah i can't imagine someone who likes that i mean <laughs> i think 
I think, I think it's some kind of, artists do because it kind of I mean it's it's helpful I guess to condense what you're interested in into like a paragraph but some of them I mean they can be so alienating yeah yeah it's super artificial it's so like forced I, I also believe in, in like self-reflection through text like you know like mm -hmm. writing about your work so you can oh, like sure. that's beautiful but yeah, an artist statement is like so much it's <laughs> killing i think it's killing your soul like i know it's killing your soul it's weird how much how much of a gap there is between like helpful reflection and yeah soulless uh propaganda yeah i always thought that like can i don't know you can attack this artist statement by like uh by like real knowledge in some way so for example mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. really like examples and quotes from from a class and be like oh, yeah. purposely oh, yeah. academic more than they want to like more than they ask. yeah like a wikipedia page yeah of just this, be like, like yeah. history yeah just be academic like yeah i like that yeah that yeah, can be like fun <laughs> if it's actually informing people then go for it but often it's not just talking circles around things yeah 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 maybe you will live to find a day when um people will write it for you like your gallery will write it for you <laughs> oh do you want that is that something you think about yeah you're just like you're just on your phone with the with your i don't know <laughs> with your curator and he asks yeah. you like hey well what is yeah and you're just like laying in bed and talking and then he's like transcribing and yeah writing your statement and it's i don't hope for that but i do hope to get to a, a place of respect <laughs> where i can just say either totally blow it off or say like meredith wilson is an artist period like a yeah. bit of a, no thank you <laughs> but let's see yeah okay um so let's go to our next mic break um, okay. with, and the song will be Don't Go Near the Water, The Beach Boys. Oceans, rivers, lakes and streams Have all been touched by man Poison floating out to sea Now threatens life on land Don't go near the water Ain't it sad What's happened to the water? It's going bad. Oh, mm -hmm. 
This is a podcast with your host Stefan, who is usually at the Balkan show, but now I'm doing this podcast with Meredith, my second guest. Last week was I had James and Yifan, which was really fun. And yes, hi Meredith. This is our hi, last. Hi, Yeah, hi. This is our last uh, like uh, um, how do you say? Segment, we say. Segment, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not from the US obviously, but <laughs> no way. Who helped me? Yeah, I'm not from here. <laughs> You're kidding. Yeah. I'm Oh Balkan is outside okay. I'm from oh, else. Yeah, yeah. It's not in the Got US. It. So okay. Par- no. there, there is a Paris which is not in Texas. Oh <laughs> wow. <laughs> there is a... like what 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 is there? Also, like, I uh, oh, there's a Versailles in Missouri. They say Versailles. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, I remember you went on a road trip this summer, uh-huh. right? Yeah. What What, what was that? What did you uh, do? That was um, me having student loan money combined with uh, a couple of sold paintings money to blow. So I just spent like a month almost um, Mm -hmm. driving through down to Texas for my cousin's wedding in Austin and then through Texas into New Mexico, Arizona, Utah, Colorado, um, back down and then back to Missouri. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. A lot of... uh, Beautiful landscapes, a lot of America, countries that I love. So it was, yeah, it was a great trip. Yeah. So so did you plan your thesis on this trip? Um. <laughs> hmm. No, I didn't. But uh, I feel like I I was just thinking before we got on the phone about you said something to me around this time last year that was like uh, we were talking about planning thesis. And I said, I don't really even know where to start with that. Like, I'll probably just paint up until it's time to install, and then I'll choose stuff to install. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, we just went to pieces, so you know what it's like. So just picture your family and friends there, and you're there, and then picture what's on the wall, and then just make that. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, okay. That, like, really yeah. changed my life. And yeah. so I did start planning pieces, like, way in advance, probably – not this time last year, but probably by the end of the summer, I had kind of an idea of what I wanted to do. So, yeah. yeah. So, and how, how, about it. so how was the process? Like, uh, you did like seven paintings, right? Uh-huh. Well, uh, I had planned seven paintings, maybe finished like two or three. We were working so hard like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, I remember. We were so tunnel vision. <laughs> it feels like years ago. Yeah, but um, uh, wait, what, what was the theme? What was your like subject? Uh, the subject was pretty, pretty big. It was just like my um, understanding of America, I guess. But it was like a narrative arc, really thoroughly researched and like uh, dense with symbols and imagery and like repeating motifs it was really pretty uh 
pretty large project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, again, yeah. For me, I'd never really, I'd never done a series before, so kind of went all in on the planning stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I really, I like the, the part of your like narrative uh, under, um, how do you say, of, of, of the like underlying layer, which is like a complete like story and interpretation and the whole like, I think it's a really good way to make images. Thank uh, you, I appreciate that. From words, like from uh, a vision, uh-huh. like the vision comes out in words first and then from words to image. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've gotten that feedback a couple of times. I didn't really ever notice that I, uh, I don't know, literary or whatever you call it when it's more um, language based than visual, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those words first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Like, I mean, how do? It's hard to distinguish, but I mean, my thought, my thoughts are more uh-huh. language than image. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. I mean, there is images in my like thoughts, <laughs> but they're like less important. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's not how I like immediately understand or process things. It's like with a series of images. That's never been my experience. Yeah, but what do you think about visual art then? I mean, what do you think about uh, why is, why, I mean. Yeah, it's, why do you... it's tricky to justify. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just like a different mode of communication. But I think, uh, I don't know if it has to do with like, uh, volume of what can be communicated at once or like subtlety uh, I don't know I just it's like my preferred mode if I'm gonna spend a lot of time on something it's always been to like draw it so mm-hmm. I don't know it's it's like more of a habit than of a choice uh, maybe yeah 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 what do you think for you? Because you're more drawing, you're a drawer too. The same, the same. I don't like, my choices are not like to do visual arts. I'm more like, mm. <laughs> it's, it's more my destiny. <laughs> no, no, it's more like, I, I, I fell into it. I fell into it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's circumstance. It's like. Right. Oh. Yeah, it's our, uh, our sentence. Yeah, yeah, and I don't like it in some way. I I would like to like make choices more. Yeah. But then, well, like, I, <laughs> I think it's a <laughs> make choices more. I don't think there are any limits on on it that aren't on other means of communication. You know yeah. what I mean? I think yeah. the range is just as as broad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, the goal goal is always the same. Yeah, yeah, it's broad enough so you don't have to like stop. <laughs> it's good enough. Mm. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's it good enough. It's you on the line, right? But it's literature is the best, and music is the best, right? Like, what, yeah, what is better, so? music or books or? Uh, I, I'm dumb, so I go music. I would music, music first. Over books. 
Yeah. Yeah, and second. Not even close. Second. Uh, yeah, I guess writing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, books. So uh, you. Where do movies come? Do you think? Ah, oh, movies. Is that a combination of things, or does that get its own category? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movies are multi multi uh, media. Okay. Yeah. Are they, they have vision? Uh, they have time. They right. have uh, sound. And now, now you have 4D. You have like seats shaking. In, in seat. <laughs> <laughs> 4D is gonna yeah. jump us all. Yeah. It's so it's us. like incredible, and you have like 3D uh, glasses, and you can go like wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's like multi All writers and artists should just fold. We should just sign up for the 4D yeah, era. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah, I think we're running out of time. You picked a lot okay. of music. So this show yeah, is... Yeah, I did. Sorry. Yeah, but... Okay, so the next song is No, The End Is Not Near by Benny Hester. Yeah. And then we have... What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding by Brinsley Schwartz, mm -hmm. and then we have God's Children by The Kings, one of my favorite bands. I think The Kings are really the, the best. They're the best. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't get better. Doesn't get better. Thank you, Stepan. Yeah. Thank you, Meredith. This was very nice, and yeah, um, I hope you all enjoyed this show. And... Mm.